Marcheseau slides it around the rim. He's got Eichel, top of the left circle, closing in. He shoots, he scores! Jack Eichel, power play goal! Because one hour isn't enough, we welcome you back for hour number two of the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Wah looks up, taps it back to Donov in the middle, he shoots, he scores! Jubilation! Vegas in overtime! Chevrolet, Fox Sports Las Vegas Studios, and live at lvsportsnetwork.com with your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. So excited about hour number two of the VGK Insider Show. Uh, Darren Millard, Ryan Wallace, uh, pleased to bring in the commissioner of the Three Ice Endeavor, which is three-on-three hockey that's going to travel all over uh, the United States. It's a city-by-city round-robin tournament, and then there's a crown champion, uh, which will be crowned in Vegas. So they're going to start in Vegas on June 18th and then finish in Vegas. And here he is, uh, Craig Patrick, uh, former National Hockey League player, coach, general manager, USA Hockey Hall of Famer. Uh, I don't think I'm missing much in there uh, Craig and and this this is awesome uh, congratulations uh, tell everybody about three ice well thank you thanks for having me on um, three ice is, uh, the Eddie Johnston who played in the NHL and coached and general managed uh, I played with him played against him coached against him managed against him his son EJ uh, went to Penguins training camp Penguins rookie training camp and the Devils rookie training camp, and in both camps they played three-on-three tournaments to uh, evaluate their talent. And he was he was taken back by all the interest of the people that were in the stands. And his and he, his he said everybody was sitting on the edge of the seat the whole time, every every single shift. And he said this would be really good for TV. And his his background is marketing and TV. He used to do fashion shows on TV. Um, so that's his background, and he, he realizes how to put something like that together. And there's also some ins- inspiration from uh, Big Three and some other, uh, as he calls them, snackable sports, where they, it's, in our case, it's, it's what we took advantage of the uh, NHL three on three format and <clears throat> actually improved on it in terms of um, some of the rules we put in to make it more and more. Um, fan friendly and, and uh, flows very very fast, and, and you can see a lot of lot of action. In we play six games in a weekend, and, and there's a turn a champion each weekend, and they gain they earn points towards the championship weekend, which will be as you mentioned in Vegas on uh, August 20th. But um, that's kind of it in a nutshell. But it's, uh, we we had our tryouts in Vegas at New Orleans Arena. Um, yeah, mid-April, and I was really excited about what I was going to be witnessing, but I was overwhelmed with with what I actually saw. It was it was beyond my expectations how well it went. So I'm excited about getting started with it, and as as are Hall of Fame coaches. So it's, it's we're really looking forward to it. So did the uh, Hall of Fame coaches, and we'll run down the list of uh, of those names. Did they actually pick their their teams through a through a draft format? Yes, we had a draft. We actually had uh, we we wanted to draft 54 players because we have six skaters and a goalie on each team. We have six teams, and we want a taxi squad because of injuries and, and travel issues that people might not be able to show up on a particular weekend. 
So we've, we drafted 54 players. But we had 125 contracts signed. Uh, guys were, <clears throat> wanted to be there. Uh, oh, wow. Because of COVID, hmm. because of COVID, though, we couldn't have – a lot of the players couldn't get there. So the draft was from the tryouts but also off of our list of guys that had signed contracts with us off of paper. So uh, we drafted 54 guys, and uh, <clears throat> each coach took their shot at it. And uh, I think they did a great job. Three ice. It's a barnstorming tournament uh, with set teams all over uh, the United States, and then uh, we'll crown a champion uh, late August uh, here in Las Vegas after kickstarting uh, the three ice uh, three on three league uh, in Las Vegas at Orleans Arena in uh, June of uh, June twentieth, right? June eighteenth, June twentieth, June eighteenth, June eighteenth. Want to make sure I get that uh, that right? Uh, Craig Patrick's with us on the VGK Insider Show with Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. You know, Craig, I, I want to circle back to something you said about uh, some some rules and changes and tweaks to to the three on three format. Like, what are what are some of those rules that you are implementing with three ice uh, to to make it fast and, and more viewer friendly? Well, we don't, we have we're playing two halves uh, and mm-hmm. three minute halves each game. We have two face offs, one to start each half. After that, there's no more face offs. If there's a penalty, there's a penalty shot. Uh, the, t- the clock will stop for penalty shots and injuries. That's it. Um, and <clears throat> if the puck goes up into the netting behind the goal and comes back into play, it's in play. I love that. That's awesome. And then if there's um, a penalty shot, the uh, shooter gets a, a bit of a head start, but the other five skaters that are on the ice at the time chase him down. And if he scores, it's, it's, it's a goal. If he doesn't score, it's back in play again right away. So uh, it's another rule. <clears throat> another one we have is um, once you enter the offensive zone, you can't take the puck back beyond, back into your defensive zone again. Otherwise, you turn the puck over. Ooh. So it's, it's, it, it's all about scoring goals, keeping everything in play. You have to, you have to get uh, pucks on the net. And, uh, and it's just it's, we played two tour stops. We'll call them tour stops. That's we, we, each weekend is a tour stop. But we played two of them while we were out in Vegas. The first one, there were 38 goals scored in a, in, in a six-game session. And the next session was uh, 32 goals scored. And there's lots of chances. The goaltenders were great, but there's just so many chances. It's, it's, it's exciting. It's really exciting. The flow is back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And I was, I was amazed how, how well it went out there when we were there for tryouts. So, Craig, I'm curious. What happens when there's a goal or when the goaltender makes a save and, and covers the puck? And then the whistle blows, put the, put, put the puck in the goalie's crease. They blow, they, they, the, defense, the offensive team has to, to back off. Okay. There's a space. There's a arc, like an arc. That, I don't know what you would call it. They have one in, in basketball. But anyway, yeah. you got to back off and give – and then the whistle will blow again, and the goalie starts. Goalie makes it, starts to play. Gives it, fires it up the ice. It gives it to a defenseman. Whatever he does with it. Uh, fascinating stuff. Uh, Craig Patrick's with us uh, with Three Ice. Uh, it comes to Las Vegas uh, for the first event uh, on June 18th. Looking forward to it. And then Denver, Grand Rapids, uh, Hershey, uh, London, Ontario, Canada, uh, and uh, Pittsburgh. And then uh, you got Quebec City in there, Nashville. So it's it's awesome. And then they all come back to the Orleans Arena, right? Yep, for the championship, yep, August 20th. <laughs> 
Yeah, just kind of along that that thread with Vegas. Obviously, you start off the inaugural season in Vegas. You end with the championships. You had tryouts here. Like, how how quickly did you identify Vegas as as I don't want to say home base, but but kind of the launching pad and the site of the championship for this league? Yeah, well, you know, it's interesting. Um, as you know, Las Vegas is attracting um, almost every sport in the country and at a high level now. And uh, get the NHL, you get the NFL. I think you've got uh, Major League Baseball coming there as well, maybe. Um, uh, but you're you're attracting big sports and um, gambling has become a big part of sports today. So we're 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 enthused about being part of that. So not that I'm a gambler, but I know a lot of people are. <clears throat> Uh, tell me about your your Hall of Famers that you got involved, uh, Craig. Yeah, well, as coaches, we got uh, John LeClaire, who's in the U.S. Hockey Hall of Fame, Grant yeah. Fuhrer, and Joey Mullen, uh, Larry Murphy, Brian Trache, and Guy Carbon, who all are all in the NHL Hall of Fame. And they've all won Stanley Cups, so, um, and they've accomplished a lot in the NHL, and, and, and some of them in coaching as well. So it's... Uh, we're excited. They're they're really excited. They're uh, they were kind of like me when we went out there. We're excited when we got to Vegas, and then when we saw how how the things were playing out, we just got even more excited. Every one of them. They're, they're, they can't wait to get up to Vegas again in June. So it's great. Three ice on June 18th, uh, stop number one of this uh, traveling uh, road show around uh, the United States, North America. Uh, it's Craig Patrick with us on the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Yeah, and, and you know, you, you mentioned kind of the contracts and the players. Like, what what uh, what are you seeing from from the guys? Right, like the you, you went through the 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 tryout process. You're seeing some of the talent, some of the skill uh, from some of these players. So, as as much as we all like goals and 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 points and all that, like great hockey plays are, are really what we're at, what we're after here. And I, you yeah. know, what about some of the players that are going to be involved in in three ice? Well, one of the one of the rules I didn't mention is there's no hitting and no fighting. So that <clears throat> the rinks with three, three, with six skaters on the ice at a time is pretty big. And when there's no hitting or no fighting, it's even bigger. Cause you, 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 know, you just, it's the guys we were looking for were <clears throat> fast, skilled, um, and great hockey sense. And we look for the ability to make, plays at high speed and and how they executed those plays and how they saw the ice and that's what we're looking for in our players and we've got kit we've got people that have played in the nhl we've got people that are young just coming out of college that haven't had a real shot yet we've had guys that have had a shot went to europe and now they're they're looking to improve their lot in hockey and and make the next step to whatever they want that are like so our average age is probably like 28 29 and it was just i I can't say again how how excited i am for some of these guys uh, especially some young guys that really showed some things and they're not you'd be surprised how little guys that probably can't play five on five in the nhl are really really good at three on three Mm -hmm. Uh, and uh 
Craig, you've been a manager uh, before, uh, and and coach, obviously, player. Uh, you've you've covered all aspects of the uh, the the game. Do you think somebody can grab somebody's eye and and further this uh, down the road? Do you think teams will send a scout or two? Absolutely. We're you know what we're also uh, you might not have to send a scout or two because we're on CBS Sports and CBS in the United States. We're on TSN and RDS in Canada. And ESPN is covering us in 183 countries internationally. So we're going to be well televised. And, and uh, so scouts don't even have to come to our games. They'll be able to see it on TV. Wow. I, I didn't realize that there was uh, so much uh, television coverage, which is, is outstanding, and uh, an opportunity to, to show uh, players a range uh, a little bit. Uh, it, is it all forwards, basically, or do you have a couple of defensemen no. involved? No, there's defensemen as well. There's um, – it was interesting to watch how the, the coaches drafted. Um, they all drafted a little bit differently. Um, um, but everybody has at least one defenseman, and m- most of them have two out of their, out of their six skaters. So <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's a combination. Uh, who, uh, who do you think did the best job in the, in the draft? Time will tell on that one. I don't know. But it, it's interesting <laughs> to see. Sitting at the draft table, watching them put their list together, and and watching it unfold in, in front of us, it was interesting to see how they how they they selected guys. Uh, a lot, I was surprised at a lot of picks, but only because I it didn't I didn't see that coach picking that particular guy. But it's uh, you know, it'll, I'm I'm chuckling now to myself because I'm I'm anxious to see how this all plays out. Hey, did Fearsy have to check out uh, the area golf courses uh, at all the stops uh, to make sure that uh, that it was good? <laughs> no, we we actually we fly in on a Friday evening. We have a morning skate. We play our tournament in late afternoon or early evening, and fly on Sunday morning. So, unless you want to hang around, uh, that's, that's our schedule. So. Well, Vegas isn't a bad place to uh, to hang around uh, either. Um, no, give me an idea. We're, we're, uh, we had what, a great time there in April. Oh, good! I'm so happy to hear that uh, at the Orleans Arena too. Uh, yeah. What uh, What do you, like if if you could uh, sell me on one hook, uh, what is it for Three Ice, which is coming to to Las Vegas, the Orleans Arena, on June 18th, and then back here for the championship weekend in late August? I would say the con- constant action and the flow back and forth is amazing. High speed, good skill. Uh, it's just I, I was shocked at how 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 well it played out. I was really really shocked how how nice it is. And whose idea yeah. was it? Uh, once you get the zone, you you can't take it out because we see that in three on three overtime where guys uh, take it back out and they do a reset and they come back in, but you can't do that in in three ice. No, we can't do that because we don't we, <clears throat> we we don't want teams wasting time. Right. We're in a three on three NHL overtime. It's it's it's. Oh, one goal, and that's it. It's over. Yeah. If, if you score a goal, otherwise you're going to shoot up. Um, we we don't want that. We don't want. We're not one goal. We're we're all action, lots of flow, lots of chances, and um, and it's all based on that. It's it's, it's it's to entertain the fans. And what happens if you do go to overtime? And then we have a shootout. Oh, you do. Yeah, and we have we'll have a shootout, and it's it's one and done. If the first guy scores and the other team doesn't score, it's over. 
Oh, love it. Uh, Craig Patrick's oh, with us uh, from Three Ice on uh, Fox Sports Las Vegas, Ryan. Yeah, so I, I you know, I when you when you look at this, I, I guess anytime you go into a new endeavor, you're you're kind of thinking about what success looks like, and obviously this being going into your inaugural season, what what do you hope to get out of this first season, this first run with Three Ice? Well, we started out planning uh, to start last year, but COVID didn't give us a chance, and COVID mm-hmm. handcuffed us a bit this year, so we're starting. We were starting with eight teams. Now we're going to start this year with six. Um, and the way that works is all six teams play. The three winners advance, and the team that scores the most goals and loses advances to the, to the second round. Then the winners of the second round advance to the championship each weekend. But we're, we're hoping to get to eight teams the following year. And we and EJ has all kinds of plans for, like, youth, youth three-on-three, uh, global three-on-three, um, uh, so he's, he's got huge plans on how this is all going to play out over time. And uh, that's, that's, I'm excited about being part of it. That's all I can say. I, he started four years ago planning this. He, he brought me in about two and a half years ago. And uh, we've had a lot of fun with it. And we've, we've, developed, we've developed the rules as we went, just like figuring out what we thought would be best. And we've had help from um, Dave Jackson, who's our director of officiating, uh, I think you see him on. Yeah, yeah, I love Jax. Yeah, yeah. So he's our director of officiating, and he's been very helpful with those, all the rules. Too. And it, it was his idea to do the, uh, the uh, halfway thing. Like, once you enter, you can't go back. And it's, it really works well. I thought the players would have a problem with it. They had no problem with it. Nice. Uh, I love the fact that uh, that you've got Eddie and uh, and EJ in because uh, that that tells me that you're really organized because you can keep track of who's who. Because I always call <laughs> Eddie EJ as a long time, and now you've got Eddie right. Johnson uh, EJ uh, in there. Um, oh, sounds yeah. unbelievable! Uh, really excited, and uh, and we'll uh, catch up with you when you roll into town in less than a month, eh? Yep, less than a month. Nice. Getting, uh, getting close. Looking forward to it. Congratulations on it, Craig. Thank you very much. Appreciate There's, it. Uh, Craig Patrick, the commissioner of Three Ice. It's a three-on-three tournament that's going to take place mm-hmm. in different cities all across the United States, North America, and then you crown a champion at the end of the year. It's it's mm-hmm. it's almost like NASCAR, where you, you got this big. <laughs> you get, you're in a different city uh, every weekend, yeah. and then you've got the the playoffs at the end. But uh, the playoffs will all be. Uh, back here in Vegas. So uh, I've known Craig a long time, and uh, and EJ is a great guy, Eddie Johnson. Uh, his son uh, is, is just the different rules, the different wrinkles of this uh, makes it interesting. Yeah, the the rules are, are fascinating to me, really fun. Like the idea of no penalties but penalty shots. However, the penalty shot is just about uh, a head start, and everyone else can chase down the play after that. That's fantastic. I love it. I don't know... Why? It's, it's, that's one of the ones where I've seen in different scrimmages, different camps, uh, on a penalty shot with with a chaser, uh, we call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, why we don't do that in our league? Sometimes there's a couple of these wrinkles, which, <laughs> which quite frankly, I could see yeah. spilling over or being tried out in a National Hockey League exhibition game, uh, and 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 keeping it going. Because in a penalty shot, why not? If you don't score mm-hmm. and you've got a chaser, keep it going. And have everybody come in. Yeah. I, I think it's 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 a, it's a great idea, and uh, it's 
some will call it uh, gimmicky, uh, uh, but mm-hmm. I think once you get it, get and see it up close, it, it's it's pretty neat. Yeah, I I think for me, like the the idea of not bringing the puck out of the offensive zone, like that, Great. that to me is one that that I think you look at and you say, okay, if you're starting to see too much of that at the NHL level. Maybe that's something that can work. Right. Um, maybe that's something that, that really allows three-on-three three to do what it's intended to do, and that is crown a winner before having to go to a skills competition. But the, the, the wrinkle that I find most fascinating and the one that I'm going to be curious to watch is if puck hits glass or puck hits the the netting Net. of the glass and it's it comes back down and it's in play, will you start to get guys going after plays in those contexts? Like, will you start rifling pucks into no. um, the, the netting to see if you can get a bounce? No. Because you know, you know why oh, I can say on. that? No, no, I, I can say that definitively because I played in, in, in format like that and mm-hmm. it just becomes part of the glass. No, nobody's ever going to give up possession by flipping the puck uh, intentionally off the netting. It just doesn't happen. But it does become a great part of, of keeping the, the puck going. And I understand why you'd wonder that, because it's, it's, it's a very logical question. But I can definitively say nobody's going to be flipping the puck in, uh, hoping to hit the mesh, and then getting an unpredictable bounce. I don't know. I want to see something like that. Chaos, Darren. It, it, the chaos. It, it, It'll it'll go off the mesh, and and you're yeah. gonna have to be a quick uh, a player to react to it. That is absolutely the case, and quite honestly, that's another one where I don't understand why we don't continue play. If the if the puck is off the netting, mm-hmm. why isn't the netting mm-hmm. classified the same as the class? And it comes in, and it and it takes away a lot of controversy. If the puck comes right back in, it's live. And then you don't have uh, a thousand uh, video reviews uh, over the course of the season. Thousands, a little bit. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, less less stoppage is the better. And, yeah. and I, I like. I'm well, with the you Mike there. School, like, Mike, it, that's Mike Smith. That's what he does. He's already playing mm-hmm. this three ice uh, because he yeah, he doesn't freeze a true. puck. He's always playing the puck up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. He'd be gold for this. The average age is about 29. Mike Smith is just over 40, so he would bring the average age up. But it's going to be the first stop here in Vegas at the Orleans Arena. I'm looking forward to it on June 18th. It's going to be fast. And then all these other cities and the different – I wonder if players – I should ask Craig if coaches can trade. Mm. Or with the yeah, cut that's good take somebody off the reserve list, but it's called Three Ice. Uh, mm-hmm. Check it out at threeice.com. dot com. Uh, special three on three tournament: six players and a goalie on uh, every team. I was a little surprised that there was so many defensemen taken. Sorry, <laughs> but I am surprised <laughs> that there's so many defensemen taken because Three Ice is about scoring, not necessarily defending. Mm-hmm. And you really True. do defend man on man anyway, and so I, I that that's something that that caught me off uh, off guard a little bit. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me that much. Like defensemen to me at this day and age means hybrid anyway, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if some of those defensemen are going to be responsible for some ridiculous plays when. When Three Ice comes here to Vegas and uh, every other stop on their tour. Uh, two people are not going to be very happy with me. Linesman, because I'm a big fan of continuous play. 
We need linesmen uh-huh. to uh, – their main job is to drop the puck and mm-hmm. blow offside. But if, you, if you're not offside, Stop then uh, – the Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm in favor of continuous play, so they won't be happy with me because I'm coming <laughs> after them and getting rid of those jobs. Uh, and and uh, the, the other one is defensemen. Uh, because I love coaches and teams that put five forwards out in the power play. Uh, so you mm-hmm. see it a lot more on a five and three than you do uh, just a regular power play. But I think it should happen more on a, on a regular power play and and load up. So uh, I apologize. Uh, no offense intended. Uh, if you're mad at me, if you're either a defenseman or a linesman. But if you're a linesman, you're probably mad at me anyway. If you've ever worked a game with me. I'm sassy. Uh, we're going to take a break. Uh, <laughs> that comes as no surprise to you. Anna. Shocking. Uh, oh, we've Shocking. got uh, one-timers, news notes from around the National Hockey League. It's good to be with you guys in hour number two. It's the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Maybe a two-on-one. Petrangelo gets it. He shoots. He scores. It's time for one-timers. One-timers. Short-handed goal. Alex Petrangelo. Quick looks at some of the biggest stories of the day on the VGK Insider Show. Oh, you're looking for more hockey? It's uh, one-timers on the VGK Insider Show. Uh, back doing the chirp uh, today with Nick Kiprios earlier today. So we got two hours on the mm-hmm. VGK Insider Show, and if you want to check out uh, another half hour, uh, Kippy and I, uh, you guys know Nick Kiprios, Stanley Cup champion and a great broadcaster, and uh, he had uh, some concussion uh, issues and uh, dealt with that over the course of his career. So he kind of talks me through it because I used to make fun of Kippy oh. all the time. Because uh, we'd always go, yeah. oh, the concussion again, oh, the concussion mm-hmm. again, and and now I'm on the other end of it, uh, coming through this part, and he, he he walks me through it. But one of the best things is Kippy would was famous for Kippyisms. He'd screw up phrases, and he'd get them backwards, <laughs> or so he's got a couple of Kippyisms in today's episode, uh, the chirp of Dermalard, and then uh, we also go down this uh, this crazy path of. Uh, of lunacy of uh, making fun of each other so uh it's good it's uh it's a lot of fun um what's going on in that game because it's the most bizarre series that i've seen in a while yeah so the the rangers appeared a two to one lead but the goal was taken off the board on an offside challenge and then the carolina hurricanes got a power play opportunity and they scored a power play goal which is something they haven't done in their last, like, really well in the last, like, 75 attempts that they had. So Carolina up 2-1 to one because they're at home, and of course they are. Uh, though I, I still have a feeling that the Rangers are going to pull this one out. I don't know why. I can't really give you a good reason other than I just think it's going to happen. Uh, I don't know. They, they, it's weird. It's old school. Like, the Boston Garden used to be a little bandbox, and the auditorium in Buffalo was tiny, and teams could have a home ice advantage. It's, it's like, I don't think of Carolina being, although it is it, in playoff time when they've got the place going, it does get loud. But I don't see yeah. MSG or Raleigh being a big home ice advantage to this extent. But it has certainly turned out to be that uh, way for Carolina. They cannot win on the road. So here's my big worry for Carolina. When does the slipper fall off anti-Ranta? Either he gets hurt or mm-hmm. he just has a suspect game. He's a great goalie. Yeah. I mean, the New York Rangers had him, and they loved him. Uh, but he mm-hmm. just would, couldn't. they would, didn't want to keep him because they had Hank. And then he ran into all his injury troubles. I just wonder whether or not that, uh, that falls off. Well, it, it, if it falls off 
in Carolina, then that becomes a problem. If it falls off at Madison Square Garden, it doesn't matter. Carolina will just come home and win Game 7. So uh, it's it's a really good thought. If Carolina gets to the next round, I think that the slipper falls off about three or four games in against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, Do you guys think Joe Thornton comes back? Oof. Um, He's played 24 years in the National Hockey League. <laughs> yeah, that's a long time. I I don't I don't think that he does. Like he, to me, I, I, like I, I just don't see how you can play at the level that that you would need to play to be in the lineup every single night and, and or at least the majority yeah. of nights. Or he only played 34 games this year. Yeah, to justify the roster spot, I I think that if you, if it was left up to Joe. He'd want to come back. I don't know that there's going to be too many openings for him, and that, uh, that to me, just seems like the end of a career. See, I'm hoping he does because he's the only guy I th- still in the league that's the same age as me. So I kind of hope that he comes back just because it makes me have this ridiculous thought in my mind that I could actually still go out and play sports. Because when he retires, it's like, eh, there's not a lot of 42, 43-year-olds walking around playing professional sports mm-hmm. anymore. So not that I could play professionally, but it kind of, you know, Chapman, be a, be you, a just took, warrior. you just took a Hall of Famer's career and made it a... Of course, that's what I do. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so Thornton can catch Patrick Marlowe if he comes back and plays a full season. But he will not do that. He'll come back. Yeah. He'll play. But he's vowed he will not pass Patrick Marlowe. I don't know if you guys know that. Really? Uh, so he's, really? he said Patrick can have that record for most games played in NHL history. And he broke Gordy's Howe records, uh, Gordy Howe's record here at uh, T-Mobile Arena. Uh, some of us were lucky enough to be in the building for that. So uh, there's a little, there's a little bit of intrigue. But uh, here's a guarantee for you about Joe Thornton: he will play next mm. year. Ooh, just not in the NHL. Exactly. His uh, yeah. wife is uh, is Swiss, and I have been told by a couple of people. That he'll continue to play, but he'll go over and play for Davos, which he's played for a couple of times during work stoppages, and uh, and he'll play a couple more years uh, in the uh, in the Swiss League. So, uh, whether or not he comes back and plays in the National Hockey League, I do anticipate uh, the uh, guarantee uh, coming forth that he'll play in the NHL. Uh, on the subject of old guys playing sports, Yarmer Yager's going to play again. They avoided yeah. relegation. And the team that he owns in the Czech League uh-huh. uh, is going yeah. to play in the in the top tier again next year. So he's going to play. And one of the reasons why he's going to play, so he owed it, mm-hmm. thought he owed it to the fans coming out of the pandemic to play. Now he wants to play uh, because he's got a, a, a good buddy that's, uh, that's going to be on the team as well next year. So I think that is a very cool uh, situation for Yarmir Yager. So, like, there's all these reasons why he's playing. Like, there's always going to be a reason. Like, at some point for Yarmou Yager, and, like, I don't know when that point is. Like, maybe it's mid-60s. I'm not sure. But, like, at some point he's just going to be like, well, there, you know, my this, this guy or that guy or this situation or that situation might arise where it would be kind of cool there's going to be a time where Yarmir Yager just has to say, I, I can't do it anymore, right? I, I don't know when that, that's going to be, but he, he's going to have to stop looking at the next thing to keep playing, I guess. No, Thomas Placanek is uh, is a guy that uh, he's really close with, and uh, Placanek has always said that he wants to play for Kladno, 
and that's going to happen next year. So Yager's going to going to keep going, but he can do whatever he wants because he owns the team. Sure, that's the other cool thing. Basically, save that team. But he yeah. is uh, every coach that's had him has grown to love him. He might at times been a pain in the butt, but mm-hmm. people love him, and uh, it's pretty cool. I. For as long as he was around, uh, I didn't spend a lot of time with with Yarmer, but uh, a couple yeah. of All Star games got to sit down with him, and just a fascinating individual. And I remember uh, George McPhee when he uh, was the manager in Washington. He was at a top prospects game, uh, and was on the phone at the end in the stands, and was was walking around like most of us do, uh, pacing. He was put the finishing touches on on acquiring Yarmer Yager. Uh, I love I love the guys the the fans that used to travel around the traveling Yagers they were pretty cool uh, as well. Yeah, that was great. Which yeah, uh, which I'll, I'll which Hall of Famer do you wish uh, would keep would have kept playing? Would have kept playing. Um, I I don't know. Like I I there there have been there have been players that that have come and gone that like I I wanted more out of. Um, it, it sounds ridiculous to say this, but Wayne Gretzky. Like, Wayne Gretzky, to me, uh, even though I understood the, the the retiring when he did, like, I selfishly wanted another season of Wayne Gretzky. He was still a point-of-game player. Like, he was still impactful. He was still going out there and doing his thing, but not to his standard, and that's kind of a bummer because – there was only a, a brief period of time, and it was instrumental to my getting into hockey, to my um, childhood as a hockey fan. Wayne Gretzky was so to me, like I selfishly never wanted that ride to end ever. Uh, so Wayne, in his last year in the National Hockey League, you're right, was just shy of a point per game, 62 points in 70 games, but way off his regular mark. Like even the year before, he was 90 points in 82 games, so over a point per game. Uh, but did you know that Wayne's dad, Walter, tried to convince him to keep playing? Were you guys aware <laughs> of that? I did not know that. Oh, yeah. So we're all in New York, 1999, spring of 1999. Last game against Yarmer Yager, actually. And uh, Wayne has got camera crews all over. Like this is this is a royal event in hockey. And we're all doing this kind of thing and following around. And right before they go to the to the rink at the uh, at the apartment of the condo, uh, Wayne and Walter are about to to get settled to travel over to MSG. Walter's like, you know what? Why why you keep playing? Like this is silly. Like you're still great. You're <laughs> like why don't you why don't you keep playing, Wayne? And yeah. Wayne's response was, Dad. I scored nine goals this year. I think it's time. <laughs> that w- that was Wayne's uh, response to that. Uh, nine goals. Let's yeah. go. Didn't didn't hit double digits uh, in in that uh, in that full year, and uh, and he decided to hang them up. But uh, yeah, Walter was in favor, uh, just like you, to to have Wayne keep going. Well, I mean, listen, I I would have I would have allowed uh, I would have loved for Wayne Gretzky to play like four more years. I, and I get that diminishing returns are a real thing, and it just wasn't ever going to be a thing that happened. But, you know, again, when, when you're a kid growing up in Southern California, 
and you're searching for the thing that you're going to identify with and, and, and is going to be a big part of your life and, and you've got the best player in the world at the time come to your team, you never want that ride to end. You just don't. Uh, we'll get into some more free agency uh, information that's uh, making its rounds uh, over the uh, the next couple of days. Uh, Vancouver's uh, certainly got some cap issues that they have to deal with. Uh, we talked to Riley Smith yesterday. Uh, we'll zero in a little more detail on uh, what's happening with uh, with the, the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, but one update is uh, Logan Thompson hasn't played the last couple of games. Uh, banged up at the World Championships uh, for Team Canada, but Team Canada did win. Uh, their their game against the uh, Swedish team uh, entry at the World Hockey Championships. So uh, just the the Logan Thompson stuff. It's just been even at the World Championships, uh, guys guys get banged up a, a little bit. I don't think it's I don't think it's huge or anything to be massively concerned about. But uh, but he has not uh, has not dressed the last couple of games. Yeah, not I mean not great. Just because you looked at this tournament and what Logan Thompson might have been able to do, just, just getting starts and, and getting big-time game action. And, um, you know, he was he was great in the games that he played. And he, the, the fact of the matter is it's, it's all about now turning your attention to and focusing on next season where we all expect Logan Thompson to be a big part of what goes right for Vegas next year. I, uh, I have to admit, I, I'm always, always excited about the World Championship. And mm -hmm. then... After a while, I start to wane because it just takes so long between the round robin before they actually get to a playoff uh, type of format, and it, and it gets to an elimination game. And by then, I'm sometimes distracted, most times distracted, by what's going on in the National Hockey League. And that and that and I was sure. disappointed in myself this time around uh, that that actually happened again because uh, we had a little bit more latitude uh, this year. Uh, with uh, with Vegas not being in the Stanley Cup playoffs, but uh, Team USA uh, beat Norway uh, yesterday, so that was uh, that was big. I'm trying to figure out uh, Team Canada stayed alive against Sweden today, and then Team USA beat Switzerland three nothing. So uh, big uh, big results. Team USA will play Finland next, and Canada will face uh, Slovakia uh, next which is uh, going to be uh, an interesting Sorry, uh, Czech Republic uh, next. Uh, so Canada-U.S. could be on a collision course for gold medal at the World Hockey Championship. No Kazakhstan. Sorry, Chapman. That's a bummer. I know. But the good thing is the special ops team on Thursday night at City National Arena about to get our best player back. Your ringer. There you yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. Jesse Blacker's <laughs> on his way home. So uh, that's big for my team on Thursday nights uh, here at City National Arena. Those are one-timers presented by Paul Powell, Paul Powell Law, uh, more lawyer, less fee. We get uh, catching up with Chapman next on Fox Sports Las Vegas. When the guy wouldn't stop talking, we had no choice but to give him his own segment. It's time for Catching Up with Chapman. Big day for you, Chapman. Y yeah, it's been both, a Both Ryan and I are here. Yeah, I, I was going to say it's been a while since you've been here for one of these. But uh, I just want to add to the conversation you guys were just having. Two Hall of Famers that I would have loved to see be able to continue their career, but they were cut mm. short due to injury. Paul Correa and Eric Lindros. Two phenomenal players from when I was a kid. Young guy. Unfortunately, injuries kind of robbed us of really seeing the full potential of those guys. But uh wanted to add that in. But hey, hey, by the way, two guys that 
didn't let us see a lot behind the scenes. I got to know Eric during uh, the season that he sat out uh, and waited for the trade to the New York Rangers, and I feel very fortunate of that and, and consider him a, a friend and vice versa. But uh, but two guys that it, they kept people at arm's length. Yeah, it was kind of cool growing up where I did because I got both New York and Philadelphia stations. Mm -hmm. So I got to see pretty much all of Lindros's career. I had some friends who were huge, huge Flyer fans, and of course they had the Lindros jerseys and all that. So, uh, but I wanted to ask you guys: Are you guys big hot dog fans? You guys like hot dogs? Love hot dogs. So today, Wallace, are you a hot dog fan? What kind of, what kind of question is that? <laughs> well, I saw a news story and a picture that went along with the news story, and it really makes me want to question if I'm going to eat hot dogs again. So in Pennsylvania, don't, don't ruin this, it, please. Well, you don't have to look at the picture. I'm just saying, in, in Pennsylvania, there was a, an accident on on Interstate 70, and it was a semi-truck carrying 15,000 pounds of hot dog filler. It crashed and overturned, oh. and the hot dog filler spilled oh. all over the highway. Yeah. And uh, the picture of the uh, hot okay. dog filler, it's okay. like pink. Don't. Okay, <laughs> done. Like my hot. Every time I go to a movie at the theater... I get a hot dog. You eat really? hot dogs at the movies? I know. It doesn't make any sense. Zero sense. Like Why I not get, popcorn? Yeah. Uh, we get that, too. It's all about popcorn. It's all about snacks. Yeah, the I'm, movie popcorn, for some reason, just tastes so much better than any other popcorn you, you could ever yeah. find. This is a big weekend for the movies. Yeah. I'm, I'm going on Saturday. Top Gun? You betcha, baby. Yeah? Yeah. And everybody my age is doing the same thing. <laughs> Yeah, I'll wait. I'll wait a couple days or weeks and go. I don't want to be in a crowded theater. It's, so I, and, and you know what? It, it had nothing to do with COVID. I just always, I never had to go like opening weekend. Like, I don't like crowds. I uh, I have a buddy who's going to uh, younger guy, uh, and he's going to meet his uh, his girlfriend's parents this weekend. And his girlfriend's parents are going to uh, to Maverick, and he was making fun of it. They're going to the movies. I'm like, uh, I'm doing the same thing. <laughs> You know the, that the, the exact same thing. Yeah, the original was on television the other night, and yeah. I, and and I've always tried to figure out like what the country is that that they're 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 shooting down the fighter jets at the end of the movies because they never really tell you. All you know is it's a red star, but they've never told you. Jerry Bruckheimer, who I think directed it, never told us who the bad guy was in Top Gun. It's one of those weird things. Like usually in movies, you know who the bad guy is. You don't know who the bad guy is in Top Gun. Just that they fly planes with red Somebody stars on Somebody that, that you guys know, uh, watch it with his uh, his adult kids, late teens, early 20s kids. And the kids pointed out, why did they play the same song? <laughs> Every time. <laughs> Every time they go to, I'm like, yeah. I, 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 gotta, I know it's Kenny Loggins, yeah, but gotta, I didn't realize it was those royalties. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't realize it's the same, same song. song. Every, yeah, 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 totally. We, so we, you'll go in a couple of weeks, Ryan? Yeah. Will you see Maverick? No, no, I will not. Really? Yeah, Kenny Loggins. By the way, some yeah. some really hardcore, awesome '80s soundtracks that totally. Yeah, like I don't yeah. know him from anything else, but I know he he did like Caddyshack, Top Gun. Caddyshack's always forgotten. Yes. Who did Footloose? Um, I think that was him too, right? Yeah, I thought that was him too. But I, I was surprised that you mentioned Caddyshack over uh, over Footloose. Great movie. First. Great yeah. movie. We'll let you into our world at some point, Wallace. Into our old man's world. That's okay. Old person's world. Uh, we'll chat with I'll you keep... tomorrow on the VGK Insider Show. <laughs>